Good morning. Good morning. This is Ginger, Minister Ginger London. Thank you so much for joining me on this morning. Thank you so much for joining me on this morning. We are going to get started with a a, a series that's very exciting um, for the next few days or several days. We're going to do um, a series on how-tos as we approach the end of this year, there are a lot of things that maybe you felt like you should have accomplished, should have um, completed, and maybe you didn't, and maybe you uh, uh, maybe feeling a little bad about that. So we're going to work on that and talk about some how-tos for the next several days on the show. So I want to thank you again for tuning in. We're going to start with um, uh, reading a scripture and then opening up in prayer. We're going to get right into today's show. And today's show is how to supercharge your motivation. So again, we're going to do all week long, we're going to do some how-tos to help you in the areas of your life, success, and spiritual growth. As we're coming to the end of this year, these how-tos are going to be strategies to help you finish strong and to encourage you not to give up in well-doing. So uh, for the rest of this uh, week or for the several, next several days, we're going to learn how to supercharge your motivation um, on tomorrow, how to manage your time for the rest of the year. Um, on Thursday, how to create successful habits. Friday, how to develop a positive attitude. On Saturday, how to get the best bang for your buck during holiday shopping. And that's our fun show. Um, it's a show that I like doing. And uh, so how to get the best bang for your buck during the holiday shopping season. And then on Sunday afternoon, we're going to end this series with how to order your private world and manage your emotions during the holidays or the holiday season or as you close um, out this year. So these are the shows that are going to come coming up and on um Right now on this during this morning show is how to supercharge your motivation. You know, so a lot of times it seems difficult to go on when everything else around us or everything that we're trying to do it appears like it's failing or it's not quite as successful as we would like for it to be. You know, um, and and when you uh, experience that, sometimes you really just want to call it quits because you just can't see the re- the good results that you're aiming for or the good results from all the hard work that you that you've done. So this show is to encourage you to never, ever think about giving up. Uh, winners never quit and quitters never win. So we want to take all of those negative words out of your mental dictionary and focus on the solutions with uh, the utmost conviction and patience. And uh, remember that the battle is never lost until you abandon your vision. So you could be exhausted physically, maybe you're exhausted mentally, maybe you're exhausted uh, spiritually or uh, uh, and emotionally, well, today we're going to learn how to supersize, uh, supercharge rather your motivation, how to get back um, into the excitement of completing your task, how to get back into the joy and the inspiration of your um, of your task, how to make it happen for you. And so that is what we're going to talk about um, on on this morning. And so we're going to open up with uh, Galatians chapter six. Verse um, nine, and now let's not grow weary in well doing and while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. And so, if that's where you are, I want to encourage you to not to grow uh, uh, weary in well doing, but to keep pushing on, to keep pressing on, because you will reap a harvest. If you 
you faint not. It might be difficult. It may be uh, a little stressful for you right now, but you can close out the rest of this year successfully. You can close it out having completed the task. You can close it out with great uh, inspiration and motivation. So let's have a, uh, a quick word of prayer and get right into how to supercharge um your uh, motivation. Father, uh, we thank you on this er- uh, during this early morning time. We honor you, Lord God. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you become the great teacher on uh, today during this show. I decrease as you increase. For those who are exhausted, maybe they're stressed, maybe they're um, feeling a little uh, discouraged because things are not happening the way they envisioned or planned. We pray that on during this show that you would supercharge their motivation, revive them again, give them a joy, uh, give them the joy of your salvation. Let them know that you are perfecting those things that concern them, that they can complete this year with great inspiration and great motivation. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. So let's get right into it as we uh, talk about. I want to give you uh, some powerful ways to fire up uh, your motivation. I, I don't want you to... Uh, become discouraged. I don't want you to throw in the towel right uh, yet. As a matter of fact, don't throw it in at all. Don't give up. You know, uh, you may have been doing it all year, and it looks like nothing's going to work. Just keep pressing in. Press toward the mark of you, of the high calling. Whatever your assignment was for this year, whatever your goals uh, were for this year, just keep pressing uh, towards it. You can make it happen. If you can't complete every task. You can repurpose it for the top of next year. So don't give up. Don't become discouraged. There is something that you can do to finish out the year strong. And so uh, I want you to think about that as we go through these uh, ways, powerful ways of uh, firing up your motivation or or supercharging your motivation. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to think about the overwhelming feeling of attaining your desired inner outcome. In other words, what's going to happen if you complete this task? What's the end result? And so I want you to focus on that feeling of how are you going to feel when you accomplish that goal? You know, maybe you are graduating from college or maybe you're starting a business or maybe you're getting certified in a particular thing. How do you think you're going to feel when you accomplish that goal? What's the joy? What's the excitement? What's the reward that you're going to get? You know, you would have completed your college degree. You'll have a degree in something. You'll get certified in a particular area, professional area that you've been studying uh, uh, in uh, on for uh, a minute. So what is the end result? What is the motivation or the overwhelming feeling of attaining that desired end? How do you think you're going to feel? And once you... Identify that, hold on to it, because it is a form of inspiration that you can use to actually supercharge your motivation to finish out the year strong. So if you are say, uh, planning to start a business and you're at, we're in the month of October and you still haven't launched it yet, well, you still have two and a half months to launch it. Or maybe you are starting a ministry or starting a, a personal ministry, an evangelistic-type ministry, and you haven't launched it or you haven't had your first um uh, uh, you haven't preached your first sermon yet, or maybe you haven't had your first conference or your first workshop or your first um, uh, teleclass, whatever it may be, think about the excitement, the joy, the results or the desired outcome that you want to experience when you actually attain that goal. And hold on to that and let that be used as a, uh, a source of inspiration, as and, and as a part of the motivating factor that that helps you to press on and to continue on what it is that you are trying to complete 
by the end of this uh, this year. Then I want you, after you do that, the second thing to do is set in place a reward system. You still have some time to accomplish some goals, to get some things done. Set in place a reward system. So every time you complete a um, a task or a step, no matter how big or how small it is, find a way to reward yourself. You know, I'm going to write my business plan. When you've uh, written that business plan, find a way to reward yourself. Maybe you'll take yourself to the movies and see the latest show. Or maybe you'll take yourself to a restaurant and and treat yourself to a a nice meal. You know, um, maybe you'll buy yourself a nice gift. Maybe you'll buy a book that you always wanted or maybe a music CD that you've been uh, wanting to get. Every time you complete a step or a task, find a way to reward yourself for completing that. And uh, and then when you when you reward yourself, that's uh, really um, energizing because you really know what what went into accomplishing that step or accomplishing that goal. So find a way to reward yourself, and find a way to celebrate every milestone that you complete, every task that is finished, every goal that you reach. Find a way to celebrate yourself, reward yourself because every step that you take that you or every goal that you complete. It's one more step toward completing the ultimate goal, whatever that may be for you. Whatever it is that you desire to complete or uh, what you're aiming uh, towards, every step that you take, if it, if um, they are steps that are moving you into the direction of reaching your goal, then every step of the way needs to be rewarded. Uh, you need to find a way to reward yourself or put in place um a reward system where you say that you have been uh, rewarded for completing that particular uh, step. It's going to be, uh, it's going to pay off. It's going to be beneficial. You know, sometimes we leave ourselves ourselves out of the loop when we are um, uh, have reward systems. We usually uh, acknowledge volunteers that helped us, or we uh, acknowledge people who. Uh, maybe type something for us, or we acknowledge those people who encourage us all the time. Maybe you have an aunt or an uncle that's encouraging you to press on. Well, you get up and you give your testimony about how you reached your goal, and you thank that aunt, and you acknowledge that. But sometimes we forget to encourage ourselves, and we forget to reward ourselves and acknowledge ourselves uh, of having completed a particular uh, assigned task or goal. So put a reward system in place where you are rewarded for what you've accomplished. And then the third thing is remember the powerful force of the right connections. So if you want to succeed and if you want it to accomplish your task, you're going to have to surround yourself with the right kind of people who will support and encourage you all the way. You know, these will be people who have the same beliefs you have, the same aspirations that you have. They are positive. They bring that positive aura or um aroma into your life, you know, it's infused by energy and they say things like you can do it, you can make it, you can start that business, you can become certified, you can complete your college education, you know, you can get promoted on the job. You want to surround yourself with people who have your best interests at heart, who are going to support you and speak positive words into your life so that you can complete the task. And, And sometimes you do have people a lot of times maybe for some people that you have those who are contrary, who like to oppose your way of thinking and tell you things like, you know, oh, you'll never get anywhere, you're you're wasting your time uh, with that, you'll never make any money doing that, or, oh, uh, people, you know, 
uh, it's taking you a long time. When are you going to get uh, certified? How you know? How much more do you have to do? Maybe you shouldn't have done that. You know, or why are you starting a business in the year? Uh, starting a new business um, at the end of the year? Maybe you should wait to January and start your, you know, start that business. You know, and sometimes when those people are speaking to you, you can become furious and uh, about what they're saying. And sometimes you use that as a motivating factor. I want to encourage you that, you know, it, it may serve as a, a motivating factor at some point, but don't let it be the essential element of your motivating factor or your foundation that you're motivated from. You know, it can nudge you, but don't let it empower you. Your empowerment should never come from negative talk, negative words or talk talk from other people. Your empowerment should come from your own good words, from the words of people that you're connected to who have your best interest at heart, who are speaking encouragement, who are speaking words of life into your situation, into your goal, into your vision, into your um, aspiration. Those are the things that are going to words that will supercharge um, your motivation. The negative words, if you allow them to play over and over and over again in your mind, will eventually discourage you and you'll become frustrated because your whole purpose, one of your, um, not your whole purpose, um, one of your ultimate goals should not be to prove other people wrong who said that you would never make it. That should not be your goal, and that should not be, uh, you shouldn't take that a step because sometimes it comes off or appears to be like some form of revenge. Your ultimate goal is to be able to accomplish the task that has been assigned to your life, not to prove somebody wrong, but to prove the assignment correct. I've been given this assignment to start this business, to graduate from college, um, to um, to get promoted on the job, to start um, a ministry or to start a nonprofit organization, whatever it may be. Don't try to prove someone else wrong. Prove the assignment to be correct on your life. That's the greatest joy. It's when you can say, I felt this in my spirit. I took a, a leap of faith. I stepped out. I did it. It worked. That is the joy. That testimony brings joy. Um, to you, it's not the uh, uh, testimony um, coming from uh, someone talking about proving somebody uh, wrong. It's the testimony where you prove the assignment to be correct uh, or be true. So make sure you connect yourself with people who have your best interest at heart. And when you have the right connection, that connection is always powerful. You know, it's powerful when you're connected to the right people because those people can have resources. They can have information that you need. They, of course, they have the words of encouragement. They can have they can have networking opportunities for you where you can actually um, meet uh, someone else um, that can help you do exactly what it is that you are um, called to do or assigned to do. So you want to make sure that you are connected to the right people or to the uh uh, the right person. Then you want to make sure that you take care of your health. Take care of yourself. If you are exhausted, if you wear yourself out, you don't get enough sleep, if you're fatigued and tired, your mind is not going to um, um, be at its best, you're going to become sluggish, you're going to give up, you're going to say, I'm tired, this is too much. You know, I do all of this, I've been doing this by myself, I've been doing everything and I'm just tired. And you'll fi- you'll give up and say, you know what, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to wait to the top of next year, and then I'll get back on this project again. No, what you need to do is rest. You need to find a way to take a personal retreat maybe and spend some quiet time for uh, for several days where you just have a personal retreat. Uh, maybe you could take some notes about what it is you need to do once you become reju- rejuvenated, revived again, refreshed again. Whatever you do, don't stop 
because you're tired. Do what you need to do. Take care of your health. Health. Get a start eating balanced meals if you're not doing that. Start feeling. Uh, start uh, resting. Get enough sleep at night. You know, sometimes we want to work through the night, and you know, it's one o'clock, it's two o'clock in the morning, it's three in the morning, and we call ourselves working through the night, and now we want to jump in the bed and try to rest, and now we're fidgety in the bed because it's three in the morning. You got to get back up at seven, you know, to start your day all over again. So even while you're trying to go to sleep, you're wearing your body out with everything, all the thoughts that are going through your mind, what you're going to do tomorrow, what time you got to meet with somebody. You know, the energy level is still being drained even while you're supposed to be resting. So find a way to actually uh, become rejuvenated through either a personal one, two, three-day retreat. You know, even if you do it within your home or your apartment or maybe you go to a hotel within your city and just get away from everything and everybody, take a personal retreat, relax, don't overwork your mind, don't overwork yourself, just enjoy yourself. Spend some quiet time. Just sit there, relax, play some nice quiet, I mean, uh, nice uh, smooth uh, listening music of some kind. You know, do something that's relaxing, you know, like uh, whatever relaxes you. And then, of course, remember to always, always get enough sleep. You're in crunch time right now. So if you have some things that you're trying to complete uh, this year, you're in crunch time. So while you know you're in crunch time in your mind, don't crush, don't crush, uh, crush your body in the process of crunch time. Get the the, the amount, the right amount of sleep and rest, so that you can be rejuvenated and um, uh, refreshed uh, the next day for whatever else it is that you um, that you would like to do. Take care of your health. So and remember, so remember that. And then also believe that you are empowered by God. Whatever assignment or whatever it is that you're trying to complete, be you have to believe that you are empowered by God and that you can do it. Don't let the enemy snatch that thought from you because you'll become discouraged and just say, oh, this wasn't for me. Or you or you make an excuse where, you know, nothing beats a failure but a try. At least I tried. No, you want to do more than try. You want to succeed at this. You want to press on until you are until you've accomplished what it is that you're supposed to accomplish. So remember that you are you have to believe that you are empowered by God. In Deuteronomy chapter 28 there's a verse that says, "Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God." So if you know that you've been given a God uh uh assignment to complete, then you have to remember it'll come to pass if you are diligent and you obey what God has instructed you to do, that means that you have to get everything in you know, get everything in order so that you can complete the task. But the most important thing is to believe that you are empowered by God. You're not working on your own. You're not working in your own strength. You've been, been empowered by a supernatural strength, strength to complete the task. And it's that supernatural strength that empowers you to do the things in the natural that you do to accomplish the goals and the tasks that are set before you. So believe that you're empowered by God. You know, um, uh, God usually uh, wants us to take action steps. You know, he tells, you know, we read all throughout the scripture where he asks people to take leaps of faith, you know, launch out into the deep, walking on water, you know, believe without doubting, speak to the mountain. There's so many ways that we can actually become empowered by the word of God just by speaking certain scriptures and certain words over the situation that we can go on. You know, forgetting the things that are behind, I press toward the mark of the high calling. Maybe you didn't do everything uh, um, eight months ago. 
Well, okay, you can't change eight months ago, but you can work in the now. You can speak to the right now and press your way to finish the year strong. You can speak to the now and say, I can complete that goal. You know, you can't speak to the now and say, I have time left to accomplish that. I can start that business before the year is out. I can graduate in December. I can, I can. If you can believe it, you can achieve it. So if you can believe it without doubting, you shall have what you say. And so you have to begin to empower yourself with the from the word of God and and believing that God has empowered you to accomplish the task. That is so important because sometimes we try to function out of our own strength, out of our own abilities, you know, uh and out of our own what we say is wisdom. Uh, what we call our wisdom, our life experiences. We try to function out of that, and we become exhausted. You know, and when we become exhausted, we don't know which way to go from there. If you start functioning out of the supernatural in the spirit realm, your natural man will be empowered to go forward in what it is that you want to accomplish and um, complete uh, this um, season of your life or before the year is out. And so, I'm going to give you three way, three key ways to be inspired or uh, to uh, motivate yourself, and that's going to help you at this point right here. When you believe that you have been supernaturally empowered by God to carry out this task, then there are three key things that you need uh, to put in place so that you can uh, be successful in accomplishing the goal. Number one is inspiration. Inspiration is critical. You have to become inspired Um about what it is that you're trying to do. So, for example, if you're trying to start that business, you're going to have to be inspired about it. You have to be excited about it. Your motivation level has to be high because if you are not inspired, you're not going to do it. At some point, you're going to become frustrated. At some point, you're going to lose um, motivation, and you're not going to do it. So you have to take uh, an honest look at your inspirational le- your inspiration level. How inspired am I? about this assignment? How inspired am I about my own success? How inspired am I about graduating maybe from college? Or or how inspired am I about buying a new home for my family? Whatever it may be, what is your inspiration um, Your inspiration level? You know, um, a lot of people uh, uh, say that they're inspired and what they do is they put it down on paper, but internally uh, they're not inspired. And so the inspiration has to become a part of your reality. People have to hear the, your your inspiration in your voice when you're talking about starting your new business, when you're uh, ta- launching a new product. People need to hear that inspiration in your voice when you're talking about graduating from college or when you're talking about, you know, doing your first seminar or holding your first teleclass or preaching your first sermon or, you know, moving out in the ministry, starting a church, whatever it may, getting a promotion on your, promotion on your job. People have to hear the inspiration behind what it is you're either trying to accomplish or what you have accomplished. So keep inspiration as an important uh, source for you being motivated and, and supercharging your motivation. Because if you don't like what it is that you say that you're supposed that you are assigned to do, then more than likely um, you're not going to do it. Or if you do it, you won't do it with uh, with your very best. You're going to do it, but you will not be um, – what's the word I wanted to use? Um, you will not be good at it. That's the best way I can say it. You know, you, you would do it, but it will be mediocre. You will not be you will not do it in an excellent way or a more excellent way. You'll simply do it on a mediocre level just so you can say that you did it. Well, at least I did it. You know, no. Inspiration should inspire you 
to strive for excellence, strive for the very best. You want to you don't want to be mediocre. You want to be excellent at what it is that you say that you're to do. Then after you become inspired again, go back and look over your goals. Set new goals for yourself. Review um the goals that you already had in place. Set some goals in place, some short and some long-term goals. Okay, if there's something um a big goal that you did not accomplish this year that you know in two and a half months that you're not going to be able to complete, then the goal is to make that um, a priority at the top of the next year. So in January, that should be on the, at the top of the list. So it's no you if it was something that you were supposed to do every month for the last eight months and you didn't do it, well, you can't go back and replay eight months. So at best, you can look at that goal and say, is there anything that I can do for the next two and a half months with this particular goal? If so, make that a right now goal that you can work on. If not, move it to January, the top of next year, and then commit to actually doing whatever it is that you did not do this year that is crucial and important to your assignment or to your business or whatever it is that you whatever you're um uh trying to do. So take time to put your goals in writing. You know, uh, a a business plan may sound um like uh it's hard to do, but if you put that goal down on paper and take it in increments, it'll be it'll be a goal that you can achieve. Put it on paper. The word of God says write the vision down, make it plain. So those that read it, make it plain upon tablets. So those that read it will run with it. Well that those that read it include you. So put your goals down on paper, make them clear, make them smart, make them clear, make them measurable, attainable, you know, make them realistic and and make them where you can actually reach them. You know, don't do don't make a goal don't make one of your goals something that you know that you cannot do before the end of this year. You know, don't say, you know, I want to I want to launch my business um at the top of September, at the top of November and by December 31st, I want to have made, you know, $200,000 in 2 months. Now, there are some businesses and services that you can do that in. But if you are just getting started, you have to be realistic. That might be a long-term goal to eventually grow to that. But what what amount of money can you make uh, that you can you really achieve within the next two months? That's possible that you can do that. But make it realistic and make it attainable for you so that when it doesn't happen, if you if you don't make the the two hundred thousand and by the end of by December thirty first, you might become discouraged and drop the ball altogether. You know, so make your goals realistic and make them attainable. Make them smart. You know, so keep make put your goals on paper and then network. You know, at this point right here, we're coming into the holiday season. Um, people get caught up in doing all kinds of things, but if you're going to be going to some social holiday functions, then find a way to include in that function some networking opportunities. You know, if you're meeting somebody for the first time, you know, you're being introduced to someone, you've never met them, so now you're about to do that, what we call, you know, that small chit-chat, that small talk that we do, you know, at these uh, functions. And if somebody asks you, you know, what do you do? Bingo. Great opportunity to network. You don't have to go overboard with it, but you need to say enough. Where you know that hey, they might say you know what you have a card on you, you know is there a way I can contact you? Find a way to network with um to do some networking during the last couple of months of the uh, of this year, and also find a way to network with people who are doing what you who are doing either what you want to do or who have find a way to connect you with people who can help you, and that's important. Find a way to network 
during the last two months of this year. It will be hard because so much is going on for the holidays. You know, people are doing a lot of holiday events. But find a way to include that. If you're invited to an event and it's not um, going to take you out of the way, take you off course from what you're doing, then if it's just stopping for a few minutes, go to the event for a few minutes and shake a few hands, introduce yourself, smile, and meet some new people, find some new ways uh, new ways to actually accomplish your goals. Because no man is an island. We don't do this thing by ourselves. Two are better than one. So we need to find ways to meet people. You know, uh, one way to supercharge your motivation is to meet somebody new who can help you uh attain your goal or who can help you get something done, you know, that is re, um, vitalizing. It can refresh you. It can rejuvenate you. So find a way to network before the end of the year at different op- when there are different opportunities available, network during the, um, the end of the year, before the end of the year is out. You know, uh, remember, you know, whatever it is that you're going to be doing, you're going to need somebody to help you. We're not successful on our own. We don't complete certain certain tasks on our own. We have to get other people involved in our lives, and the best way to do that is to network with other people and to be open and honest about who you are, what it is that you're doing, you know, um, and, and allow them the same courtesy. There should be a mutual benefit in networking. It's not about me just telling you all about me and then finding out how you can help me and telling you about my goals. I need to uh, have the same courtesy, extend to you the same courtesy, listen to who about who you are, what it is that you do, what is, you know, if you're looking for anything in particular, if there's anything that I can do to assist you, you know, I need to give you the same courtesy. So when you network and remember to extend the same mutual courtesy, extend the same courtesy to the other person that you want shown to you as you're talking about um, the different things that um when you're talking about yourself or when you're talking about the goals that you're trying to accomplish. Okay, so here's some practical ways that you can supercharge since we're talking about write the goals down and networking. Here's some practical ways that you can supercharge your motivation uh, to carry you throughout the rest of this year. As I said, uh, write your goals down. But in addition to writing your goals down, here's something, some practical things that you can do. Review your to-do list daily. You know, if you're like me, you have a to-do list for everything, you know, for each day. And sometimes I write it on scraps of paper, which is not good. You need to find you, you know, they make them now, those to-do list tablets. You know, buy one of those if that's better for you. Um, Put the date at the top, you know, uh, 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 Tuesday, October uh, 25th, 26th, whatever the date is, you know, and then go down the list and do that. Most people have planners, but I I have a planner and I have a to-do list. The, to, uh, the to-do list that I have is what I use for all my chicken scratch or for all of my little notes. You know, I, I, I write down that scratch through and have stuff all in the corner, you know, go to the store, pick up bottle of water, whatever it, whatever it is. You know, so I do have my planner for my appointments and some, some major projects, but I also have a to-do list. And on that to-do list is when I do all of my uh you know, kindergarten writing kind of thing, scratches and scribbles and, you know, reminders and all that kind of stuff. So review your to-do list daily. You know, um, you can do it at the beginning of the day. I I do my to-do list at the beginning of the day, but that doesn't always work for me. It may work for you. I'm now finding for me that what I have to do is make my to-do list the night before for the next day. And so that when I get up, I'm looking over the, to, uh, the to-do list. And so, you know, with a cup of coffee or some tea or or your juice or your milk, whatever you you know, whatever you do in the morning time, doing your devotion or your breakfast time, uh, that's when I actually review the to do list. If I forget to do it, then 
I have the right to do the uh, to-do list during that time. I like to do it the night before because now I have a little bit more mind space to actually think and ponder and remember about what I need to do on tomorrow. If I do it at the top of the day and early in the morning, sometimes I neglect to put something on there because I'm rushing in my mind to come up with those things that I need to do for that particular day. And so and somewhere during the course of the day, I remember that I didn't put such and such on the, I didn't put something on the to-do list. And so now I'm trying to squeeze it in at the bottom, and I still may forget it. Okay, so um, review your to-do list at the beginning of every day. If you can, write it the night before, you know, whether it's goals, whether it's an errand that you have to run, a phone call that you have to make, uh, an event that you have to go to, an appointment that you have to keep, whatever it is, put it down on paper and keep that tablet with you because when you see it, you're going to do it. When you don't see it, you might forget it and it will go undone. All right? Um then pay attention to the interruptions that are in your life. You know, and interruptions uh, usually are unidentified things that kind of get in the way of you completing a project. Pay attention to when they surface. You know, um, if you get a lot of interruption between the noon hour and 4 o'clock, then all of your major projects or, or these major goals that you have, the big goals that you want to make sure that you're uh, complete, Move them to another time during the day. If you see that there's a pattern that around 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock, your phone starts ringing and everybody got all these crises that have emerged or, you know, these unexpected uh, situations that they want you to help them with or, you know, those kind of, you get those type of calls between 12 and 3, that's the, that's called your interruption, your period of interruption. Then Then those major goals, then redirect them to another part of the day. So that if you know between 8 and 12 that you're not getting those calls, then if you want to work on your business plan, then work on your business plan between 8 and 12. Because you will become frustrated between 12 and 4 if you're working on the business plan every day and you get phone calls between 12 and 4 and and there's always some kind of chaotic, frantic, emergency stuff. So if you know that that you're launching a product and you got to work on the project, Work on it between 8 and 12. If you get a lot of phone calls between 8 and 9 in the morning or 8 and 10, then make that your phone call time. And so don't work on anything major between that t- those time periods because you already know you're going to get a lot of phone calls. So start your major projects around 10 or 10.30, you know, the time when the phone calls slow down, you can work on those. But you have to be able to go back and um, actually examine your, your day. Your day and see where those interruptions, where do you usually have a lot of interruptions. So wherever those interruptions are, don't put anything major in those time slots because you may get interrupted and may not complete that task, and then you become frustrated. So supercharge your day by moving your interruptions to a part of the day where there are no interruptions or very few interruptions, okay? And so then another thing that you want to include in supercharging your motivation is the word practice and, and, and the, or the action of practice. I know it sounds, depending on what you're doing, it may say, well, how am I going to do that? You know, for example, if you are going to, let's say, um, let's say um, start a new business, okay, and you know that every day, that you have to schedule something every day that's related to that business. But then you need to start practicing scheduling, you know. So if you know that the the, the store opens at 10, then at 11, uh, usually it's a Federal Express um, package delivery. Um, at 12, I do a noonday um, um, uh, check. 
to see what the sales have been by noon or whatever time. Whatever it is that you need to actually do uh, or incorporate as a part of action, then you have to start practicing that. So if it is you're going to launch a product, and let's say it's a service that you're going to render to somebody, or let's say you're going to launch a product and it's going to be um, a webinar, a, a teleclass, or something similar to that, then you have to start practicing that thing. You know, so it, so a part of that supercharging your motivation is practicing what it is or uh, that you're going that that you're trying to accomplish. And everything is not practical practical like I'm describing it. It may be like I said initially, you learn you practicing scheduling the day. You know, so you have to start practicing those things every day. You know what, it, it may be practicing or um, let's say you're going to be uh, cold calling. You may have to write out a script, you know, and every day you might have to sit down and practice that script till it becomes a part of you, until you know it so well that you can make those cold calls. If you're selling something or you're trying to uh, introduce yourself because maybe you want to be, uh, be considered for a consultant or whatever it may be, begin to practice those things. And so you can practice just about anything. You know, if you are... Um, a speaker, you can get into the mirror and practice. So include practice in your goals uh, that you're trying in, in the the strategy for achieving your goals, and just figure out what it is that you need to do to practice that particular thing. Your practice is not going to always be the same as someone else's. So um, just practice. You know, a lot of people don't want to do that. You think you got it. You know, I got this. I've done this before. Or I know I can do it until it's time to actually launch it, until it's time to do it, present it. Then you wish you had practice. Well, in your spare time or make that a part of your day or part of your week, set aside some time to practice whatever it is that you that you that that's going to move you into being successful in your assignment. Okay. Then next, realize that you're not perfect. None of us are perfect. So you know what? You're going to make mistakes. Um uh, you're going to uh, get something. You're going to maybe overdo something. None of us, you know, realize that you're not perfect. And so don't get caught in the perfection trap, you know, uh, to the point of beating yourself up. And, you know, we know we want it all presented perfectly, meaning that, you know, in a spirit of excellence. But don't uh, become obsessed with being perfect or uh, the perfection trap. So remember you're not perfect. You're going to make some mistakes. You might forget something on the to-do list. You might forget something um, uh, in the in one of your goals if they're not directly in front of you. Don't beat yourself up. Reevaluate the situation. Is it something I can salvage? Is it something that I can do right now so I can get it done? Is it, is it, a, is it a phone call that I can make? And uh, maybe I forgot to call somebody. Can I go ahead and call them? Apologize. I knew I was supposed to call you at such and such time. I didn't. I wasn't able to call or I neglected it. Uh, you know, I'm leaving you a message. If you still want to talk, please feel free to call me at any time. I'll take your call. You know, do whatever. Do whatever it takes. Just remember you're not perfect, uh, but you are striving for excellence. You are striving uh, to be the best at what it is that you that you say you're going to do. But most importantly, when you remember that you're not perfect, also remember to be yourself. You are who you are. God created you. You have some unique gifts and abilities. You have some talents. Um, you have some knowledge that make you unique, uh, that empowers you. Be yourself. Don't um, withdraw and um, become so introverted that nobody gets to experience the real you. You know, I had to learn that lesson the hard way. I would withdraw sometimes, and I would be in a group setting, and would uh, there would be a discussion, and I would actually have the the, the answer or a suggestion, and 
because I wanted everybody to, you know, I want everybody to talk. I want everybody to get their say in, you know, and I wouldn't say anything. I would say very little. Well, one time a facilitator recognized it and called me out on it. So be yourself. You know, if you're gifted in an area, if you're um, knowledgeable, if you're an expert, an expert in a particular area, or if you're just fun and humorous, if you're just jovial, if you're a pleasant person, be yourself, you know. Don't try to redefine who you are. Don't try to take on um, someone else's mold. You know, don't try to create your uh, life around what you think uh, people are going to like and be uh, be attracted to. Be yourself. And if being yourself, if, if you are a person of integrity, uh, a person of uh, mor- uh, morality and values, have morals and values, you, or you have faith, you know, uh, if you are a person, a genuine person that has a that has a foundation that can that your life is standing upon, and people can see it and experience it when they meet and talk with you, be yourself. You know, I know there are certain things that we do uh, depending on um, what it is that we're trying to accomplish. There's a certain, you know, we wear a certain dress attire. We're going to business meetings, and you know. We speak a certain language, you know, business verbiage or jargon when we're, you know, in meetings and having discussions or trying to present particular items or marketing and, you know, all those kinds of things. I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about the authentic you. Be yourself. If you're you're struggling in that area, take some time to actually discover who you are. Take some time to actually stop for a few days. Like I said, take a personal retreat. On that personal retreat is self-discovery. Do what you need to do to find out who you are. What are your gifts? What are your strengths? What are your abilities? What are your talents? You know, what is what type of personality do you have? You know, is there anything that needs to be uh, cut out, dropped off, removed from your life? Or do you need to add some some traits like personable, friendly, you know, energetic? Are there some traits that you need to take on and become uh, and make them a part of who you are? Do whatever it is that you need to do to find out who you are. Who you, who you are authentically so you can be yourself. People miss out on the gift on the inside of you when they have to encounter you and then they they see you, but they're getting somebody else. No, be yourself. Allow the gift of who you are to be um, in the forefront, to go before you, introduce you, you know, let people be drawn by your personality towards you, you know, your energy, you know, your smile, your handshake, whatever it is. Be you. Be your authentic self. That's going to help you to make it through not not only the rest of this year and to accomplish your goals, but it's going to take you into the next year. And it's going to motivate you to go on and finish or to go to the next level. Be flexible. Remember, life happens. You know, and sometimes despite our best planning, you know, things don't always go the way that work out the way that we want them to. So be flexible. You know, uh, Maybe you had an appointment that was scheduled with someone and they called and canceled and said, can we reschedule? Be flexible. Don't become frustrated and, and discouraged. Be flexible because maybe an emergency came up on that person's end. It's the same thing with you. Allow yourself to be flexible. If something happens and you can't make an appointment or you can't make the phone call, then do the courte- the most courteous thing. Call, let that person know or have somebody that you can trust to make that call for you, you know, and be open to rescheduling. You know, if if it doesn't look like the goal that you have planned for this week is going to work for this week, don't beat yourself up. Move it to next week. Be flexible. Open yourself up for flexibility and spontaneity. You know, things may not necessarily work out exactly like you have it on paper, but it should work out. 
if you're getting if 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 it, if they are the plans and the the um the things that God desired for you to do, if they should work out. It may not work out today, but two days from now, it should work out. So don't become discouraged. Be flexible. Be spontaneous, and just keep your your energy level up. Keep your motivation level up. Supercharge yourself. Just simply say, this didn't work out this week. It will work next week. Begin to speak affirmations over your life. Make confession confessions over your life. Uh, confessions over your life and speak affirmations over your life. Those are energizing. They are supercharging, you know, because you're hearing yourself say what it is um, that you want to see happen. You know, for example, you know, uh, this goal shall be completed next week. I will make sure that I complete this goal at the top of next week. Or I am capable of completing this goal next week. You know, speak affirmations over your life. You can buy an affirmation book or a confession book book that are out there. If not, just think about who you are and just think about what it is that you want to see happen in your life. And you can write your own uh, authentic um, affirmations that are, that, are, that are tailored just to your situation, tailored just to your life. You can write your own affirmations out, you know, but if that, but in case you do, don't uh, don't want to or cannot. There you can you can always find affirmations that you on either online in a bookstore, a book of affirmations, whatever, so that you can actually begin to speak those things over your life. So remember to be uh, be flexible. All right. Um, and important, most important thing, not most important, one of the most important things is to designate uh, a place to keep all your information. Okay. So you know, don't be like me. You know, there was a time. In my life, I had sticky notes everywhere, all different colors, different sizes, you know, sticking on everything. And then I forgot where I put the sticky notes. So don't do that. What you want is you want to get to a place where uh, or design a place or designated place where you keep all of your information, you know. So if you're working on something, keep it all, keep it, keep it together, put it, um, put it in an area where you know that if I go into room in this particular room on the desk in the corner, I'm gonna find all the information on the product I'm gonna launch. I'm gonna find all the information on writing the business plan that I've been working on. You will find all the information on uh the products that I'm gonna be selling in the store. Or I'm gonna find the information on applying for graduation, you know, from the university. I'm gonna find all the information on being certified in a particular thing. Have a designated area where you keep all of the important information. Don't be running around the apartment or the house like a chicken with his head cut off, trying to find things and becoming frustrated because, like me, you had sticky notes everywhere and you forgot where you put the sticky notes, you know. So find a designated place. There will be times when you're sitting down somewhere or maybe you're at a restaurant or you're um, walking through the mall or, you know, uh, you're on an appointment and you're waiting to actually be brought into the office to see the person. An idea may come into your mind and you may have sticky notes on you, you know, and you write that idea down, and that's good. The key is to remember to take the sticky note from your portfolio, your briefcase, your purse, wherever you may have it, when you get back to that place and go and put that sticky note with the pile that it goes with. With you know, Or if you have an idea tablet that you carry around, you know, if you wrote it down in the idea tablet and it needs to go with some paperwork, then make sure that, you know, you put it at the top of the thing, new product. And then write that information or that note down, and when you get home, you take it out and you paper clip it or you put it wherever that designated area is. Don't lose 
track of all of your information because it can become discouraging because then you say, I got to start all over again. I have to start all over again from scratch. I got to go I got to go back researching and printing out all that information I found on the Internet on this product. I got to start all over again. No. Either put it, you know, you can buy those accordion, uh, accordion, uh, accordion, am I saying it correctly, folders that open, you know, the ones that just stretch, you know, out and open. You can buy those. They have those now that you can carry in your car. You know, they have um, uh, portfolio type um, uh, folders that look like, um um, briefcases, but they're little, the little uh, packet, the little thing that you carry, like Manila folders in, or whatever info paper, paperwork and information. Got the little string on the outside, or you can snap it closed, whatever. Find whatever works for you and use it. If you, if you're somebody who always have ideas when you're in the car, you know, then keep a writing tablet close by, but on the back seat somewhere, have a folder that you can actually, or a binder that you can keep that information in, so that you won't lose it. So make sure you have a notepad or something around that you can uh, write down specific things. But basically, all of your important information, documents, all those kinds of things, keep that in a designated area where um, you can remember where it is. And so before we close, I want to um, just say to you, I want to give you one more thing about the power of your words. You want to supercharge, I know I briefly mentioned affirmation. Um, and confessions, and those are good. I want to talk to you about the power of words, and I want to tell your words, and then I'm talking to you about the power of God's word that you speak into your life. Remember to keep negative words off your tongue. Don't say, "Oh, I'm never going to do this. This is not working out. Oh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to start that business. I don't know why I thought of that." Watch your words that you speak over your own life. Your words have power. So speak words that have power. I may not start the business this month, or I may not start the business by December 31st, but I do desire to start it in January. I must keep working on um, whatever it is I need to do so that I can launch this business. You know, uh, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to make sure I graduate in December. I'm going to make sure that I launch this product. I'm going to keep working. Watch the words that you speak over your life. If they're negative, you're going to have a negative result. Because the word of God says, out the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So you want to be inspired, as I said earlier. You want that inspiration to motivate you. You want that inspiration to propel you, to launch you, to take you into the next level, take you to completing tasks, take you to the finished product. So if it's if you're inspired in your heart, you will speak it on your tongue. You know, the words of the inspiration, affirmation, and confirmation, and confessions will come out of your mouth. Okay. Um as it relates to the Word of God, we all know that you can take the Word of God and speak, find scriptures that are related to your situation, to your goals, to your vision, to your assignment, or just to your life in general, and begin to confess those scriptures over your life and believe that in your heart, and you will see a supernatural move in your life, and you will find yourself doing exactly what it is that you want to do, attaining your goals, completing your assignment, launching businesses, you know, uh, going further in your life, in your career, in your profession, whatever it may be. There's one scripture, um Isaiah one um there's one scripture that is found um uh that says the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the works of your own hands. You have to remember that we didn't make ourselves. God created us, and he gave each life an assignment. And so since he gave us each life an assignment and a purpose, for for being here, 
then we have to always remember that God will perfect those things. He will make it happen. We have our part to do, but he will He will put the, the, the seal of approval on it. And God, I want you to remember you made me and you gave me this assignment. So empower me to carry the assignment out. You know, uh, remember that God created you. You're fearfully and wonderfully made, that you have everything that you need um, spiritually to complete the task. There are some things in the natural that you may need to attain or uh, acquire, like you may need to acquire knowledge about uh, a particular thing. Uh, You may need to acquire information on it, some more information. Maybe you need to buy equipment. Maybe you need to buy a laptop, a a smartphone, or, you know, some type of office furniture, whatever that case may be. But remember that everything spiritually you have on the inside of you what you need. So you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God knows all about you. And because of that, he has empowered you, and you are capable of attaining those other things that you need to make sure that you accomplish your task or or finish strong. So re-energize yourself, re-motivate yourself, supercharge yourself. Your motivation is knowing that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I can complete this task. I have the ability to learn. I have the ability to speak. You know, I can talk and network with people. I have the ability to make things happen with my hands, you know. So I can do some things. I can write it. I can shake hands. I can make phone calls. I can do whatever it is that I need to do to um to complete that task. So remember that the word of God is true. It's true. And it's powerful. It can get down into the inner core of your being and shape you into the person that God wants you to be. So if there are, if there are any areas in your life that are lacking where you need to be um, strengthened, allow the word of God to do that. Do not go into your task feeling inferior or uh, that you can't complete it or that um, uh, that you're second best or that, oh, well, I don't know why I was chosen to do this. You do know why. And so if there's anything that needs to be um, developed in you, get it developed. Go do whatever you need for personal development, but don't beat yourself up. But do remember that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And whatever assignment or vision that you have for your life, if it is God-given, you can do it. You will be able to accomplish the task of uh, completing it. So begin to... Uh, speak life into your situation. Speak life, not that it's dead, but just speak life into your situation. Speak encouragement to yourself and to encourage yourself. Speak affirmations. Speak confessions. Have other people that you know that you're really good friends with who have your best interests at heart, who, who are on the same page with you. Tell them every once in a while, you know, hey, call me and speak an affirmation to me. You know, say, hey, listen, I don't want anything. I'm just calling. I just want to remind you that you are successful, that you draw success to your life each day that you complete a task, that you have what it takes to be successful, and that abundance is on its way to your life. Have them speak affirmations to you. Have them call you and um, have a confession com- confession conversation. Let's confess some things together about what this this um, thing uh, goal or uh, task. Have pe- assign people. To do that for you, who don't mind, who won't mind doing it, who don't mind doing it, and who will do it. You know, not the negative naysayers, but the people who have your best interest at heart and those who want to see you be successful. Assign them to do that for you and say, hey, you know, you can text it to me if you want. If you don't have time to call me by phone, send it to me in a text, send it to me in an email, you know, instant message me, do whatever. But for the next three days, sporadically and spontaneously, send me. Uh, affirmation statements. You know, it's fun. 
It's energetic, but guess what? It's empowering. And you're being empowered by somebody that you know loves you and wants to see you succeed in life. And that is one of the best things that's possible is to have somebody in your corner who who will not mind encouraging you um, and to see you succeed in life. You know, whether it's a family member or a close friend or maybe even a coworker who wants to see you promoted to a supervisor or manager level or uh, high management, whoever it is, you know, if they want to motivate you, allow them that. That is their gift to you is that they do, they say certain things to supercharge your motivation. So allow them to be that gift to you and allow them to speak that in, that um, motivation to you. So that is the show for today. I want you to join us on um Tomorrow morning, at which is Wednesday, at 630, we're going to do how to manage your time for the rest of the year, how to actually take those projects that you're working on, or those goals that you have, and how to actually manage your time. And we're going to do some practical things, like how to determine what goes at the top of the day, what comes midday, what goes at the close of the day. How do you manage your time? How do you set aside one day Maybe for absolutely nothing on the schedule, just let it happen. Can you do that and still be successful? So we're going to talk about how to manage time. So if you are in, I want to thank you for joining me on on the radio show this uh, this morning. If you're in the um, the chat room and you have a comment, you can post it. Or if you're by phone and you have a comment before we leave, we have just a couple of minutes before we go off live on the air. If you would like to say something, press the number one. And I'll bring you on and you can make a comment about whether the show was uh, beneficial for you today or if you just have a question that I can answer right quick. At any moment, you can just press the number one. If not, we're going to close out and I'm going to tell you to have a successful day, have a a pleasant day, and most of all, have a goal-reaching day. And supercharge your motivation by speaking life into your own life and into your own situation so that you can be successful and so that you can complete the task before the year is out that you've been assigned to complete. Remember, you're not perfect, but remember, you are empowered to do whatever it is that you are assigned to do in your life at this time. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining me on this morning. I'll see you tomorrow. This is Ginger London. Thank you so much for joining me on this morning. Don't forget to uh, go to the website, www.gingerlondon.com, for some more um, newsletters and articles that can help you uh, to be empowered and to be successful. Please visit the website. Again, www.gingerlondon.com. You should also find me on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining.